Hey guys, welcome back. It's episode two coming up next. Stay in. Hey, how's everyone doing today? This is episode two. Today is March 29th, 2018. Such a beautiful day out today. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw what I posted on Instagram just a few nights ago, but today on Sports with Maverick, we got a lot of talk on, well, we got the update on the goalie interference coming up. Uh, McDavid hits 100 points again this season, back-to-back. -back. Uh, we're going to have some Golden Knights talk, see how they're making out over in the Western Conference, and then we're going to drop it right back down to the Western Conference. So, like, as far as today, beautiful day out, sunny as, as it could be. Couldn't imagine anything like it. Uh, had a couple, had to do a couple of... Uh, projects today had to meet with a couple groups interesting people i tell you interesting people really quiet don't seem to really want to talk a lot but you know they everyone's different so i try to pick up a conversation and i'm talking i'm like so like lifestyle of fredericton like what other lifestyle is there because like I, I i only know there's like there's the stoners and you got your drunks and everyone they were like what are you talking about isaac like Anyways, I ended up laughing after that. Alright, let's get back to it. So, first talk on goalie interference. Uh, as clarified by uh, Sports Center, or not Sports Center, Sports Net, the National Hockey League, they pushed the challenges on the coaches over the year, and then they, and there's been a lot of goalie interferences over this past year compared to every other year. But the players and the goalies seem to have enough of it. So they jams met, and through Wednesday, the league has assigned a former referee to be present in the Toronto Situation Room at all times during games, and then Situation Rooms will also con consult with the on-ice officials during the review call. But on this end, the Situation Room has made that final will make the final call. They're going to completely take it away from the officials on the ice, which will probably help the referees out because, you know, they they don't want to get bitched at all the time, like which is understandable. But So Sportsnet, they uh, they did state that uh, of, blah, of the former NHL officials that will be pres present in the Situation Room will be Don Van Mensovan. Bill McCleary, Paul Davo, Davo Gritsky, I think that's how it's pronounced. If, it, if it's not, you just call me right up. And, you know, I'll change that for you. And then Rob Shresky, Shrek, Sheik, you call me up too if it's wrong. And then the final one, uh, the director of officiating, uh, refereed over two, uh, 600 plus regular season games. Uh, refereed an Olympic game, also World Cup, and two Stanley Cup finals. It will, and that is Stephen Walkham. I don't know him personally, I just understand that's how it goes. But, like, alright, let's just sit down here and take a little minute here. Just sit down. And, because you know, like hockey, I know there's a little bit, a lot of action going on in front of the crease lately. And, you know, like, out of my interest, like what what it hurt, like you know NHL eighteen, the video game and stuff. Like imagine just 
having those players just drive right into the net and plow those goalies. Like, I wouldn't, you wouldn't really like it if you were to be the goalie. But from mindset where I grew up, because my grandfather, he just, I don't know, he rambles on. and But, you know, he makes some very good points. He does support his stories about how the, one of his examples would be how uh, the people on the penalty kill shouldn't be allowed to dump it down the ice because they got, you know, they have a penalty. They're being punished, so you might as well punish them all the way. <laughs> it's his theory. So... I feel like, you know, you have the hexagon in behind back. And, you know, the goalies are free. Like, you know, goalies can roam in that area. But let's say if we were to take away those hash, like those lines, and goalies were allowed to go outside of them. But, in this case, if they were to handle the puck in that area, they'd be like a free game. You know, just like another player. Because they have the same amount of equipment, and they're a little bit heavier on them, but, you know, they have the same... They have equipment on them. They they can take a hit. Like, they're men. But just imagine the... Like, that would that would spark my interest a little bit more, you know? Like, Malcolm Subban coming out of the net, and, you know, Lucic. No, that's actually what happened. Lucic played Luongo, I think it was. Yeah, like imagine if there was more of that. Just having the hel goalie's helmets be able to stay on a little bit more. Because a lot of long ago, they were going to play the puck. And if it was a player, you'd want to hit them too. So, anyways, that's that, that would be my point of view. I'm just saying, try it out. If it works, it works. But in the end of the day, it probably won't. No fun. No fun. Uh, so, anyways, I... This past week, I ended up going to see a high school provincials up in Sackville, New Brunswick. If you haven't been there, it's quite beautiful during the summertime. They do have the university there, uh, Mount Allison University. A good football program from what I hear. Uh, one second here. I'm just going to have some coffee here. So anyways, I... My, my mom called me up and she was like, all right, we're going to go support your cousin, Caden. We're going to go up there and watch him play in the final. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And I remember those times. Those are pretty exciting times. So anyways, we're driving up and we get there. We get inside the arena. Interesting arena. Never been inside it before. before. Kids at the door didn't really know how to add up numbers. $16. thought it was 20 Anyways, at the end of the day, we got our money back. So you walk in, like, you know, you have your warm room, you can see the ice, but, like, I had no sweet Jesus how to get to the bleachers. All of a sudden, you know, it's just like a farm. You see all the sheep walking in one way, and that's how you follow the crew. So it just, well, interesting place. So we find our spot, and we're sitting there. And prior to the game time, my cousin Abby texted me. She was like, you should... You should come to the game. Like, I am came over for PEI. You should come over. So I'm like, yeah, definitely. Going to come over. Definitely. I'm like, I'm going to bring some tequila. And she was like, well, they're already serving liquor at this at this provincials. And they're serving liquor at these high school provincials. At a high school hockey game. 
which completely blew my mind. It blew a lot of people's mind, but <laughs> I didn't. I never did have. I didn't have a beer at that game, but I did bring my tequila and I had a couple shots. So during, before the game, you know, doing Fortnite dances and just getting a little laugh going along and people sitting behind me, it's uh, two older gentlemen, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they got a mean face on them, they mean business, they're, they're homegrown farm town boys, Sackville, they want everything though, and by the way, they were playing against the Tantramar team, the hometown team Tantramar. So the entire community was basically there. So I end up talking to this feller. He just bumps me on the shoulder and he goes, you better sit down. You're going to sit down, right? And I look at him and I go like, yeah, like I'll sit down when the game starts and stuff. And anyways, I started, anyway, I just sat down beside him. We got talking, told him I was from a small community in New Brunswick, Perth Andover, and he was like, oh yeah, you guys got flooded back in uh, 20, 2012, and I was like, yeah, that was, that was quite something. But the friendliest old guy you can meet, he was talking about uh, Sackville, how uh, everyone's starting to leave, and I'm just relating it back to my town. I was like, yeah, same, same in my town. And he was complaining about the town, saying how the people don't really want to stay here. There's nothing for the kids here. And I was like, ah, that's same back home. And so he was, he was a big football fan. He always talked to, he just talked and talked and talked about the football team that they had here in Tantramar. And I was like, never knew football, never knew football, but keep it, keep it down to a basic, basic for me. Ooh. Jesus, a big, big wind just came through here, just dropped, almost spilled my coffee. I would have been fucking, oh, would have been rattled. Anyway, McDavid passed. We had to talk about McDavid. We got to get to McDavid here. So, from my stats that I've last recorded, McDavid, as of Yesterday, I believe it is, uh, last five games, he's just been lighting up. He has six goals, seven assists, total of 13 points in the last five games. Just reached his 100-point season again, marking back-to-back -back seasons for the youngster. Last season, he just had 100 after playing 82 games, but he's only played 77 so far, and he still has five games left to go and a more interesting fact about him, he's still only 20 he's he played like his first season in the child he got injured so he wasn't able to finish it all out but in the second year he ended up coming in and getting 100 points during his full first season which was remarkable because he was only 19 years old at the time now he's 2021 20, i believe Like stuff that Gretzky was doing basically out there. <clears throat> Anyways, the kid has an unreal stat. I was looking up on the. I was on the old Instagram, is what they called it. Freaking. <clears throat> 80 points, even strength. 80 even strength points. 34 goals. 
and 46 assists. Um, I, if you know someone that can do that, or if, you know, like my, I would like to have a beer league, I would like to be on their beer league, because I feel like that would be a really, really winning group, and just being able to get drunk with McDavid, that would be quite something. Now imagine, who, just imagine getting just ham, absolutely ham, just meeting them at the bar in Edmonton, just going out with the boys and, you know, just meeting up with Connor McDavid. I don't think he drinks that much, though. I don't think he's a drinker. I think he's just strictly hockey. He has that attitude, that face, you know. He's just like, yeah, just hockey. I drink every now and then. Or Fortnite. Yeah, I gotta play some Fortnite. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a tight race. He's going for the Hart Trophy again this year. Uh, I think he's going to end up getting it, but there's a lot of talks around how uh, teams that make don't make the playoffs and the players that, you know, like Connor McDavid, the Edmonton Oilers are out of the playoffs, and Connor McDavid's leading the league in points. They don't believe that. Uh, I think it's Tim and Sid that they said they don't believe, or Tim, I should say, not Sid. Sid's OG. Tid's OG. Tim's just like, he's all about the stats. Uh, but, yeah, they said if... Uh, the player that has the most points, team doesn't make the playoffs, they shouldn't get to have the Hart Trophy just because, you know, if you're battling for points, it's, you know, it's a game. But in my opinion, I think it's just, if Connor McDavid has 115 points by the end of the season, and, like, I think you should give it to someone who got 115 points this season in 82 games. Like, I don't really know how the math comes out to, but it's over a point a game. That's all I'm saying. I know I couldn't do that. I got five goals in my grade 12 years, so that tells you something. <laughs> Anyways, best of luck to McDavid for the rest of the season. Hopefully he'll get the Hart Trophy, another Canadian boy, Ontario boy. But um, it'd be interesting ever if a New Brunswick player ever got the Hart Trophy. I don't think that's ever happened. Uh, New Brunswick player getting the Hart Trophy. So I'm gonna go back. I didn't finish my story about the high school game. So, anyways, there was this one. My step dad, I should say, or my mom's husband, new husband. He was just standing there and mind his business and. Standing up, and this guy taps him on the shoulder and goes like, uh, you know, sit down or stand up. Scott looks at him and goes like, I'm going to stand up. That's what I normally do. He's like, well, the buddy looks back at, back at him and goes like, you, well, you better sit down. Otherwise, I'm going to have to sit you down or get someone to put you out. Scott just looks at him. Are you being serious? There was a... <laughs> A little bit of yelling that happened occurred, and I was just looking over there like, geez, like, these guys really just need a tequila shot. Like, it's just a hockey game. Like, like we were here first, bud. Anyway, security came, saying what was going on, all this, and they ended up settling it. One guy got put outside. He sat in the van for the rest of the night, and the game hadn't even started. Now, maybe that's all the beers and all the alcohol talking, but I don't think any of them had beers in them yet. 
Anyways, it was an unbelievable experience at the high school provincials. Uh, unfortunately, not the best uh, outcome for the Carlton North Stars as they lost 5-1, to one, but there was a lot of kudos to the defensemen on Carlton North's end. Only had four D-men back there, two very well-developed players. Uh, I think one's, two, two of them are graduating this year, and there's two of them that are coming back for their grade 12 year, I believe. So best of luck to Carlton North in the next season. Indeed. And Easter break's coming up. Easter break's coming up now. And brother flew home there yesterday. So I have to go back to Perth here and probably just a few hours actually. Supper. Yeah, supper's at seven. Gotta make it home for supper. Can't miss supper. God forbid I miss supper. Quesadillas. Mm -mm -mm. Sounds like a good plan to make quesadillas. Alright guys, we're gonna head over to the Golden Knights talk here. So I was looking over some of the Golden Knights uh, record this year and they're they're 48, 21, and 7 right now. Last time I checked. Oh, oh, and I'll just do a, another check here for you guys because you guys deserve all the information. You guys need all the right stats here. Boom. But as far as I know, they have 103 points. 48-21-7 record. Unbelievable. Second in the Western Conference right now. Just six points behind. Behind Nashville. So anyways, there was a question I saw on Twitter. I was watching Tim and Sid and they're asking about the Golden Knights being the best inaugural, inaugural team. And I'd say, yeah, they are. With 103 points, I don't... I did a little bit further research on that. And the best team prior to the Vegas Golden Knights inaugural season was Florida Panthers back in 93 and 94. They had a record of 33, 34, and 17 with a total of 83 points, which was pretty impressive for the well, Florida Panthers back in that season. There's a couple players, I believe. You gotta watch out off for the Flyers back in the 90s era. Pretty rugged, I believe. So, you know, of course there's a best record for the inaugural season. And then you gotta think about the worst inaugural season. So, you know, I, I, did, I did a little bit further research into the worst inaugural season that the NHL in the modern era has ever seen. And according to this website, the worst season, inaugural season, that any team has had would have to be the Washington Capitals back in 1974 and 75. And I would just like to point that out to Kenny, who is going to be listening, or you better be listening, Better be listening, Kenny. That's all I'm saying. Something happened there. Cut me out. Pissed me off, actually, for a second, so I had to recoup. So anyways, worst wet record NHL modern era, modern era has seen. 74-75 Washington Capitals with a record of 8-67-5. A grand spanking, 21 points in total. And that's pretty bad. Like, Buffalo can do better than that. Buffalo and Arizona can do better than that. 
So anyways, I reading a little bit further into it and I saw a couple of players on the roster and none of them came to my mind. They were all just, you know, just they're modern pocket players of that era. Then reading further a little bit further down and they went on a thirty eight game losing streak. A professional hockey team going thirty eight games without winning a single damn game. And that like they ended up winning against the California Seals after the, during the 39th game. And the team, they just partied in the dressing room like it was no tomorrow. Like they were just dancing, had the music popping, probably had the beers out, just going. The 38 games and just winning that one, they ended up signing a green garbage can in that in that room they, they all signed it saying holy shit we actually won a damn game i never felt that way since bantam first year <laughs> what a time those were but comparing it uh to vegas uh holy shit that's about 81 points difference right there 82 82 points difference, holy fuck. Man, that says something right there. Uh, we're going to switch down to the Western Conference here now. Uh, Western Conference seems to be a little bit more interesting as of uh, points go. And the playoff race coming up as well. Uh, in the Central Division, we have uh, Nashville at top. Top of the league right now, saying at 109. Uh, we got Winnipeg in the Central Division, second place, uh, 104. And then we got Minnesota in third third place in the division right now with 94 points. Uh, Nashville and Winnipeg have made the playoffs right now. Oh, yeah, they have made the playoffs right now. I just seen, I thought I seen something there. Guys, sorry about that. Minnesota. Well, anyways, they're battling right now between St. Louis and Colorado. And Colorado, you know, they have Nathan McKinnon right there, um, his, who is uh, running for the Hart Trophy right now. He has about 94 points right now. I don't have a stats guy right now. Uh, maybe someday. Maybe someday, someday I'll find a stats guy. Uh, for their, they have six games left. They have six games left, which... You know, they're really going to have to be battling hard if they want if they want to make it into that wild card spot because it's the wild card spot sitting around 91 points, you know, 91, 90. That that's what they're shooting for. This year. And we got to look at over at the Pacific as well with Vegas 103 and they have the they made the playoffs. They they've clinched the playoffs. Uh, San Jose hasn't clinched yet, but they're hoping to in their next couple games. Uh, Los Angeles, they're third in the Pacific Division. 91 points, and Anaheim Falls right behind them. Uh, so the wildcard picture is the more interesting one that I'm looking at right now. Uh, 77 games played, 76 for St. Louis, 76 for Colorado. But I'm a little bit iffy on uh, Colorado right now because in their, in their last six games, they play... Against Anaheim, L.A., San Jose, and 
the Blues. So these are all playoff contenders. Like these are all playoff teams. They're battling for home ice advantage. Some are battling just to make the playoffs. So one of these teams, like, you know, there's one of these teams that are going to be, you know, they might have the same amount of points by the end of the season, but due to plus minus or however the hell the NHL does their calculations on who is above who will dictate on that. And then looking at Anaheim, they have five games left here. Uh, they're playing against L.A., Colorado, Minnesota, Dallas, and Arizona. So those Dallas versus Arizona game, they have to win those. It's a must-win for those. It's a must-win for all five. But at the end of the day, it's a must-win for all of them by the end of the day. But I, I can't really see what else is going on. I've just been... I tried to get one of my friends on the podcast today. He was like, no, I can't do it. I can't be on the podcast. You know who you are. But we're going we're gonna to be hoping to get some uh, guest stars on here. Just give you some uh, more uh, interesting content going on. It's been an interesting roller coaster so far as it is. I wanted to do this podcast since I first did the first podcast, which was quite an experience altogether. Oh my god, what a day. And Easter's coming up, and that's actually what I'm gonna be doing. Probably gonna be we're probably gonna have to leave here in a few minutes, folks. So gotta get on the road. As I said, supper's at seven o'clock. But as far as I would like to give a shout out to uh Tyler Obey, a good friend of mine, good old Gisto, Gisto, and I uh, gotta give a shout out to Pischelki, a uh, good friend of mine, always grew up with him, he has some good stories, we'll have to hear from him definitely sometime during the podcast, so, and also Tyler, me and him, good friends, we've all, we played hockey, I, from Bantam Up, really, it was Bantam Up, but we had some good times up in high school, yeah, good times, bad times, we were there, we were there for each other. But yeah, guys, well, I got to get going. Uh, stay tuned next week. Uh, the podcast will be probably airing on either uh, Thursday or Friday. Uh, stay tuned to my Instagram page, uh, Sports with Mav. Uh, if you have any questions, you can email me at Sports with Mav, Sports with Maverick at gmail.com. And like I said, guys, uh, Keep it easy, keep your sticks on the ice, and uh, grip it and rip it, boys. I'll see you later. Have a good one, guys.